0: That was Spacey Jane with Good For You. You're listening to Chin FM here on 106.9, the home of student-powered radio all week. We are presenting orientation interviews, and for the moment, me and Kim are lucky enough to be joined by Stephen Goodman. Stephen Goodman is a, is, is a lecturer in exercise science. His teaching areas include motor control, skills acquisition, human motor development, and functional anatomy, and his research interests include mental fatigue, neuromuscular performance, and hypohydration. Uh, Mr Goodman thank you so much for coming and talking to us.
1: Welcome thanks for extending the invitation.
0: Oh it's our pleasure. (laughs) So uh, Mr Goodman teaches I was unit coordinator for rather ANAT 110 which is the introduction to human anatomy. So the first question we're going to ask you right off the bat for students that may be taking this unit this trimester as a first-year student just to get know a little bit more about what goes on. What exactly does this unit teach here at UNE?
1: Yeah cool so ultimately it focuses on the anatomy Um, systems within the body so looking at cardiorespiratory system musculoskeletal system and trying to work out some of the intricacies that is that so we've maybe got a bit of a background from um, school PE and whatnot into those type of systems but we like to delve right into the nitty-gritty and give them a good foundation to
0: learn from. Super and I take it this particular um, and this particular unit is a core unit for a few degrees?
1: Yes yes So I think it stems um, for our guys the exercise science uh, students and the exercise physiology students so if you're doing the four year course this is a pretty cool one you want to get right and want <laughs> to get get, on. Get, st- <laughs> yeah. get. straight into it. Yeah, yeah, so
0: um, students who are starting that particular degree and next week first of all welcome to UNE. Congratulations, and hopefully, this conversation will uh, put you a little bit more at ease as to what to expect in this particular unit and with uh, Mr. Goodman as a lecturer. So, the first question we'll um, move on from would be What is the best thing about your job? Uh, what I really enjoy about
1: it is, uh, from a teaching perspective, that's for sure, is just that little light bulb moment. <laughs> so, when the student finally gets it, and they've been yeah. hammering away, or they've had this niggling question just in the back of their mind or I mean I it was the case for me back in undergrad. <laughs> Plenty of those niggling questions. But uh certainly when they just When the penny yeah, drops Yeah when the penny drops it just and you can just see everything makes sense for them. It's it's a good really good feeling that one. Ah oh, that's awesome.
0: So what's one thing that your students can do to get a better grade?
1: Yeah, absolutely say? well. <laughs> must they can do what it. I didn't do in undergrad. <laughs> do as I say. <laughs> as I <do>. <laughs> um <laughs> certainly they can they can work their bums off. Uh that's this particular unit's one of those ones where I'm sure there's many that they'll encounter throughout their degree, but um, you just got to rip in and do the work. Uh, for some people, they, the lucky people, <laughs> can just read it <laughs> once and hear it once and kind of happy days. Yeah. But um, I know for myself when I was doing these type of units, I really had to uh, write tomes and tomes of <laughs> information around it all, and just really try to cram it into my head in a sense so that's i think is a good strategy Um, it is a very content heavy unit as you can imagine we've got a lot of bones and muscles and systems within our body so (laughs) um certainly you know this is one of those units where it is you've got to get in do the work get yourself in a good position because it'll set you up towards the back end of your degree to and Cut loose. I, I,
0: would I be accurate in saying that a good mark in this particular unit, say a D or a HD, would be, I guess, a very good springboard to, I guess, further units down the track in this degree that build off of the work studied in this course? Absolutely. So I
1: cover the Nat 120 unit, which is functional musculoskeletal anatomy. And it is, in some ways, it's quite, students that do well in a Nat 110 might find it quite repetitious. But also, too, it's, it's sort of that um, fail-safe, if you will, for those students that might not be uh, coping well with understanding those particular structures and whatnot and gives them another exposure to that type of content. But we also go into another, um, as the name would suggest, a more functional or applied setting awesome. for that type of content.
0: I guess I'm just from a personal curiosity standpoint, because I'm aware there are 206 bones in the human body, how many muscles do we have in our human uh, body? Is it more? Well, surprisingly, <laughs> actually,
1: it is a lot more. Oh, okay. Right <laughs> yeah. I've never, I've never yeah, known so
0: that. It depends
1: how small you're getting. Okay, radio. Right <laughs> so <laughs> they've re- just recently found a new... A new one? Okay, radio. Right right? right. 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 okay. Go figure, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's only taken uh, how many years of human evolution? Yeah, exactly right. And I don't know if it's an evolutionary <laughs> development or not, but uh, I think our technology's gotten better at finding these type of things as well. So, um, so anatomy's not my... Super, all be it arm um, of teaching. I like the motor control stuff a bit better, but again, no, of course. all of these principles really flow really well into that neural control of of the muscle. So
0: fascinating. Um, so, what's one thing you wish you knew before starting out at university?
1: Yeah, I think um, I had an interesting experience. I didn't. I wasn't on campus to start with, so I missed some of the hooliganism, I guess. But um, <laughs> I I do wish that I had. Um, Probably started better. <laughs> <laughs> I and this kind of speaks to that point about this unit being quite content heavy. It's I think if I got it right that first year and then it would have would have set, up. set myself yeah. up a lot better. <laughs> so I wasn't the best student by any means, but a bit of uh, grit gets you through and you know, gets you where you want to be. So um, I think just at the same time you've got to have fun, enjoy it. You know, we joke some of the lecturers that we have students that. Aren't necessarily here for the learning experience and just the social experience, which you know, that's totally okay. fine. Get that too,
0: but you're um, your thousand dollars debt for a social yeah, experience. Yeah, look, when <laughs> you're <laughs> young, do it. Yeah, for <laughs> yeah. sure. <Back> it <laughs> <laughs> if I can't. To be honest, I even I can't fault that as much as I'd like to. I can't. <laughs> So um, I guess while we're sticking on the topic of you as an undergrad yourself, yep. um, what's something that you realised you weren't entirely the best at when you were first undergrad? Yeah,
1: well my marks were, weren't great. Um, <laughs> okay. So when I started my honours degree, the minimum requirement for that was a credit average and I didn't actually meet that requirement. So it's it's that age old thing of um, you know people, they come out of high school and they think, oh i got an awesome ATAR or whatever the equivalent is for the state and once you start to get to university that's obsolete and then Mm. once you start to do research that becomes obsolete and it's sort of just it's all relative right yeah so i think i i um yeah i kind of wish i had done a bit better in that sense (laughs) i I totally understand (laughs) Um, but that's certainly something that i wasn't the best student i just tried to chug along to lectures and try to cram it in there somehow and Hope for the best. No, <laughs> that's fair. I think I, I think I'm doing all right. So. I was going to say I think there'd
0: be a lot of people that would be in the same boat there. So yeah, you um, mustn't feel too bad about no, that.
1: Absolutely not. No, I've known many people to go. Um, I just found a passion and stuck with it. So awesome.
0: Um, so is there something as far as like research that you're passionate about at the moment?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So my, um, I actually just submitted my doctoral thesis two weeks ago. Awesome. <laughs> well, all the best for it. Thank yeah. you. Hopefully it comes back all right. <laughs> <laughs> my supervisor seemed to think it was, wasn't too bad. So, um, yeah, look, so my research is looking at, uh, you mentioned mental fatigue. That's a real interest of mine. So. Uh, some of the students may be out there listening. No doubt you'll um, encounter a lot of mental fatigue throughout your degree. Well, that's for sure. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm really interested in sort of the neural mechanisms behind that. Yeah. Wow. But I one of my thesis topics was hypohydration, which might otherwise be known as dehydration. So, and looking at how our thinking is modulated and/or affected by that, and you'd be quite surprised at the outcome. I think. Wow. So, so my f-
0: my first instinct would be to say it is exceptionally like bad. it would be exceptionally <laughs> it would be exceptionally impacted. So, if this like obviously this was what your uh, dissertation was in, this was what the topic of your PhD was. Yep. What I guess what particularly drew you to that topic, to that area of research, was it just a an internal fascination somehow, or did something lead to it? Yeah, I had a really good supervisor who okay. um, he um, he's
1: one of those people that really just likes to challenge the norm, (laughs) in a sense, and this was a bit of a topic that's been in his back pocket for a while, and I've tried, I just started reading into it, and he sort of gave me a few breadcrumbs, and yeah, ventured off down the yellow brick road. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Different universes, but (laughs) yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I I really like that aspect, because yeah, the findings that I've had aren't what you would expect, and um, it's been, you know, it's easy to look at and explain content when you know the answers to it right but to think of those more um, to try to look at things in a different light and look at it from a different perspective is very has been very challenging but you know i think makes for a Really good, interesting topic. hundred
0: <laughs> <100% laughs> in percent, certainly. It seems like a topic that I guess it would be almost like diving down a rabbit hole of such. As in, you would start on one thing and then it would sort of just branch out, and yeah, you see absolutely. more and more and more. Yeah. And it's particularly yeah.
1: when you've got your own conclusion about what it's probably going to be. Of course, <laughs> and, <laughs> and I when it m- doesn't match up, you go.
0: <laughs> I can. I think it would be something that could potentially lead to a lot of further research in that area, especially um, in the areas of dehydration and mental fatigue. There are two things that. You don't want to experience either one of no, them, but no. both at once would be even yeah. more So painful. interestingly
1: enough, we sort of have for actually formed a, a, a nice relationship between the two when previously there wasn't, so we're just trying to get that published at the moment.
0: Awesome. Okay, there we go. There's another tip we can take uh, for first years out of this interview. Drink a lot of water. <laughs> <Make> <laughs> well, sure.
1: I would say just drink to thirst. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: so moving on from, I guess, that particular area... What would be your dream research location? Mm,
1: Yeah, I think I've been pretty fortunate here. Uh, We had a lot of toys back in uh, Bathurst where I was doing my dissertation, uh, the research portion of it. I think if I could have anything, it would be a nice um, up-to-spec heat chamber, lots of um, stimulation material to zap people with. Okay. Uh, It's not a very ethical (laughs) word, sorry, (laughs) stimulate, (laughs) innovate them with. Um, and a few other bits and pieces to really investigate the neuromuscular system and how it responds to particular environmental conditions. So mm. it's an interesting case here at Armidale actually in that sense because it is quite climatically challenging, <laughs> so quite cool. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> normally anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I as long as I've got the tools,
0: I could go anywhere. <laughs> Fascinating and a good mentality to have, I feel. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Um, so, what's something that everyone thinks about what you teach that might be inaccurate?
1: Um, so, I don't necessarily teach this a lot, but it, um, you know, anatomy is anatomy, right? Like, I think at the new, at the brain from the brain stuff, people sort of don't really get that left controls right and vice versa a lot of the time. Um, I think from more of the research perspective, it's I quite enjoy that whole. Paradigm shift type research, so challenging the status quo. And so, whenever I have an intensive school, this is my second year here now at UNE, and last year I would sort of be talking to my off campus students in the intensive school and whatnot, and they would be talking about that type of thing and (laughs) always interesting to kind of go that oh it's probably not actually what you think (laughs) No, of course (laughs) and sort of frame the argument a different way and then they go oh yeah that's that's quite interesting and didn't really think about it like that um so that's that's between the two there's a few sort of concepts but yeah certainly from a teaching perspective that left for you right (laughs) (laughs) awesome
0: and I guess I'm uh, moving on a little bit. What um, what is your uh, what at the moment are you listening to? Whether it's necessarily music or do you have any audiobooks or podcasts that you're a big yeah. fan of?
1: So one of the uh, podcasts I'm actually listening to it's in with how I am as a person, I guess. <laughs> um, it's the Low Carb MD podcast. So it's basically I don't know people sort of you know nutrition's this huge, everyone's got an opinion about it, and you know people think this is right and this is the best way to eat and yada yada yada. Um, yeah I started eating low carb I don't know a while back and it's worked really really well for me (laughs) very good response to it and so I started to delve into a little bit more of the physiology behind it and in particular from a chronic conditions uh, perspective so diabetes and um, a few other metabolic syndrome and whatnot and this podcast really does that really well so I wouldn't say I'm the best physiologist going around or a (laughs) medical doctor or anything like that but um, like it's definitely at my level and yeah, yeah if anyone's interested in something different I'd certainly recommend
0: it yeah especially i, I know the um uh, low carb diet of if you were to take it to a step further it's related a lot to the keto diet which yeah, has been um, a, a lot of people that i know have seen some incredible success on yeah obviously yeah. we should uh point out if you are going <coughs> to start any sort of do- diet to consult your doctor first yeah. Always a good get, one. get a um, medical doctor yes yes a doctor with a, th- with a phd in He's mining not, or something <laughs> so make sure yeah consult your medical science. doctor <laughs> yeah there you go but um it is obviously a diet that it can work for a lot of yeah, people absolutely. be it keto be it low carb yeah it's one of the more i think it's one of it's one of the few diets where i've actually heard more success stories than yeah unsuccessful stories yeah.
1: and it, it gives a, a nice little snapshot into not just the physiology and the chronic condition side things but also to just the whole paradigm mm. and why it works and why the other one might not work which yeah, is the okay. conventional high carb low fat diet and where we probably got it wrong.
0: <laughs> so um, I guess uh, we're going to move on to a few little uh, more light-hearted personal questions just to I guess pull back the curtain and show a little bit more about the person behind the academic gown of a uh, sports science. <laughs> so start off one one that um, particularly interests me, do you watch any particular um, medical shows, any sort of... um. Like the Good Doctor, House MD, a personal favorite of mine. <laughs> not me. <laughs> no,
1: not not necessarily medical. Um, I, I guess I watch a few docos here and there, but sometimes it's good just to have home at home and make <laughs> it work. Right. <at> work and <laughs> totally understand that <laughs> yeah. for sure. Um, I do. I do, do obviously liking watching sport, <laughs> um, go figure. But um, yeah, not necessarily those type of shows. No, cool. My wife and I are pretty into to anime actually. So oh. We quite uh,
0: enjoy watching some of those shows. Do you, do you have a particular favourite sport that you watch? Sport? Yeah.
1: Uh, I'm quite impartial to rugby
0: league. Okay. That which was, team do you follow?
1: Uh, well, it's a bit of an interesting question. <laughs> okay. I support North Queensland. Oh, nope. Nothing wrong, wrong with that at well, all. I was
0: going to say because we had a lecture in yesterday that said the Roosters and I thought, okay, well, uh, yeah, that's, that's I, a <laughs> bit, uh, I won't a hold bit that against that you, but <laughs> right here. <laughs>
1: No, so the follow-up question to that usually is, oh, so you're a Queenslander? And I go, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) No. Definitely Bleed Blue. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough.
0: And I'm personally an eels man, so I I don't really (laughs) get to make fun of anyone else.
1: I'm partial to them. Um,
0: (laughs) uh, Do you particularly have a favourite song that you listen to?
1: Um, Song, look, my taste in music is stuck back in 2000 and whenever my gap year was, 2010. (laughs) So I was pretty into all Triple J and all the... The music that was going on around that time so maybe sort of hilltop woods um was pretty into those guys but yeah they're still more or less the ones that i listen to when i've got something churning away in the background while i'm crunching data or something Cool, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you had the chance to go to mars would you
1: well, <laughs> probably not okay <laughs> no i think um i enjoy my family here <laughs> bit too much and maybe Ground. if they could come with me yeah <laughs> look it's um
0: i think that's what everyone said it's more like if it's colonized and there's maybe, stuff there maybe yeah
1: <laughs> i mean what is it is it lower gravity higher gravity up yeah, there? Like I, don't I don't know i'm not entirely sure yeah. off the top of my yeah. head. if no. it was lower gravity that would be cool to experience for maybe a few days but yeah. <laughs> 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 um yeah i do a bit of reading into microgravity stuff just out of my interest and that scares me. Okay, <laughs> from a, a physiological perspective.
0: <laughs> I guess the uh, last question we've got for you is: What is your favourite time of day? Um, yeah, definitely not a morning person.
1: Um, so probably probably the nights. Fair enough. Where I like to shine. My daughter and son get me up pretty early, and I just can't wait till they're teenagers, and then it'll be. The Roles reverse. I was going to say <laughs> the other way round. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, awesome! Well, thank you so much for coming in and chatting with us. No, um, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, it's our pleasure, honestly. And hopefully that this will allow, obviously, students of this particular unit and this degree to feel a little bit more at ease as to what to expect in the future, and know that it's not a terrifying experience, <laughs> and that lecturers can be approached and are people just yeah, like yeah, everyone we are, are <laughs> we are human. We are human. We are awesome. Well, Kim and I will be back in a little while. We have an interview coming up with Gudrun Deberg in at one o'clock. Until then, we are going to play you the news. We unfortunately delayed that a little bit. The 12 o'clock news will actually take place at close to 12.30. But we're going to play you out with Hilltop Woods as What a Great Night. You're listening to China <laughs> FM on 106.9, yeah. the home of student-powered radio.